episode 578 of Good Luck High Five. That's right. You're listening to a podcast that's for you if you play Magic the Gathering, no matter how well your Brontosaurus tubes are doing. Oh, no, Megan. Yes. Can you tell that I don't sound normal? If this is the first time you have ever listened to me or the show, I want you to know I don't sound like this. Oh, Megan's little Bronx are not exactly. doing so good right now. Me um, and the Brontosaurus of the chest. Yeah, they, you got you got they're inflamed. They're exactly. Having, they're quite mad. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, You know, what are you going to do? You're getting better, though, right? I think. Do you know what, Maria? What? I wish I could say for sure one way or another. (laughs) Oh, no. I think so. Megan's got bronchitis, everyone. And we're just trying to, you know, we're trying to get through it. You know what? I will say that up until I personally had it, I thought maybe it was a myth. (laughs) I thought it was something that Charles Dickens characters had. (laughs) Much like the brontosaurus. Exactly. You know what I mean? Which was one of the... Myth dinos, myth you know, dinos, with the badly constructed skeletons. I I just love the fact Whoops. that they're like, look at these bones. They're like, how do you think they go together? And you're like, I don't know, like probably like this. Exactly. <laughs> and then you're like, and then later on, people were like, not like that. No, the bones definitely do not go together. You that did not way. do that puzzle. That right. was a badly done skeleton. Redo the puzzle. Redo the puzzle. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is not Charles Dickens times. In fact, uh, no. And it's, it's a regular Bronchitis. human times. It's, uh, it's, it's a real. thing that people it's have. Real. Uh, inflammation of the Bronx. Specifically me, one of your hosts, Megan. And I'm one of your hosts, Maria. And on today's show, not only is Megan going to try to resurrect her tubes yes. for you all, um, we're going to get you ready for the Pro Tour. Yay! Pro Tour Murders at Karlov Manor is coming up this weekend on wow. twitch.tv slash magic Friday, yeah. Saturday, Sunday. First time that we're having competitive magic on this scale since the World Championship last September. Wow, that's so many months ago. It's. It feels like I was five years it's young, like younger. Almost half a year ago, <laughs> which is kind of wild because if you think about it, they yeah. like the magic pro season is packed into not like a full year. It's yeah. packed into like February to October. Yeah, true, true. So, so I, it, it's, three quarters of the year is a magic year. We're getting ramped up. I'm getting hyped up uh, for it because I just love the Pro Tour. I've always loved the Pro Tour. It's so fun to watch if you're at home and if you're not at MagicCon Chicago. If you're at MagicCon Chicago, you can come over and watch it in person, which is really yeah. exciting. Uh, we got $500,000 to give away. Somebody's got to kick off 2024 as the champion of Magic the Gathering. Maria, I said that like Saturday yeah. Night Live. <laughs> That's how I should always do the podcast. Yeah. How excited Um, are you about the city of Chicago? uh, Just in general? Yeah. Home to such films as The Fugitive, Adventures in Babysitting, and the television show ER. Is it also Ferris Bueller's Day Off? Oh, that's right. And Ferris Bueller's Day Off. How dare I forget? Um, I'm ready for a Ferris Bueller's Day Off in Chicago. Can I just sign up for that experience? Oh my goodness. Okay. So I, my, my partner and I have a running joke whenever we go to a new city is that we're going to do the like insert movie name here, walking tour of a city. <laughs> See what I'm saying? That's a good exactly. idea. Except that we always pick ones that there would not be a walking tour of. Like when we went to Chicago, we're like, oh, can we sign up for a, the fugitive walking tour of Chicago? <laughs> 
You're like, I think it's no. great. Just, you know, the company's ready. Like, they can do any walking tour of any movie that's been shot exactly. there. Exactly. And they just pull it out in the fugitive file. They, like, just have to blow the dust off it. But they're like, yeah, they're I guess like, we can take you out. Do you want to go? Like, he definitely runs around in, like, some water, like, some uh, sewer tunnels or something. Great. Here's the sewer tunnels. When we were in Boston, we're like, oh, do you want to do a The Departed walking tour? Oh, Boston? my God. That's a, it's a bloody walking tour. Exactly. Like, don't do that walking tour in Boston. That's not going to be a good time. Seriously, though, if you could sign up to do the Ferris Bueller experience, oh, yes. you get to be in a parade. You get to go to a great art gallery, have a fancy lunch. Yes. You get to watch your yes. friend do- yes. drive his dad's yes. car off the edge of a garage. Yes. <laughs> In a hundred percent, sounds very expensive but very fun. Yeah, so, I would do it. I, actually, I I thought Chicago was going to be a lot colder, so I was kind of down on it uh, yeah. for a while. But it's actually not too bad out. No, it's not going to be that um, bad. So I'm excited to go. We signed up for some fancy dining. I'm excited Ooh, for that. Yeah, I'm very excited and excited to see all of our friends at the pro tour that we haven't seen since September. Yeah. I mean, it's wild. Ugh, just thinking about that. Yeah. Um, so at the Pro Tour, everybody, they're going to be playing Draft. So Murders at Karlov Manor Draft and Pioneer. And we're going to talk to you about what the top decks are in Pioneer, what those decks do to kind of set you up for viewing this weekend. So you can kind of know like, oh, that one's probably going to be there. And if I know you, what it does. Like me are like, what's happening in Pioneer? <laughs> Don't, Don't worry. worry. We we're going to tell you. We got you. Uh, we talked about draft our past couple of episodes. Draft um, overall, very fast format. White is the best color. How does that affect what they're going to do when they sit down in their pods on Friday and Saturday mornings, etc., cetera, etc.? Cetera. We're going to give you all of the info that you need. But before we dive into that info, huge, tremendous thank you to everybody who supports this show and all of our content over on patreon.com slash glhfmagic. You are the reason for the season. Yes, and the season is February. Yeah. <laughs> Happy February. I didn't want to call it winter because it hasn't been super really. wintry, but I didn't want to call it spring because February sure does not belong. Well, in spring. it sure doesn't, but it might get there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, we don't have any new patrons. Oh my God. Whoa, hold on. Whoa, whoa. You're killing Megan. I know. <laughs> Megan is dying right now because we don't have any new patrons. But we do have. Patrons, recently new patrons who already up their pledge. Oh, that's wonderful. Which is Bruce and Tara. Oh, Bruce and Tara. Just last week. Bruce and Tara, with this donation, uh, you are you are spruce sprucing up nice. our show. Um, and you're gonna make me t- Tara up because of it. <laughs> wow. Two puns. There you all go. For Bruce there and Tara back go. to back. Thank you so much, everybody. Uh, we've having, been having a blast over in our Discord. People have been sharing a lot of really cute cat cat and dog photos. Oh, very cute cat Gives and us dog life, photos. sustains us. Yes. Um, Which I am obviously a desperate need yeah. <laughs> Clap your hands for me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you get awesome perks. You get access to our shows early. You get uh, access to our Discord, including special servers that will unlock at the influencer and the producer level. You get yeah. no ads on any of our videos if you want to watch ad-free. Um, and the producers get an extra long episode of Good Luck High Five every week, week, which is very, very fun. How about that? And uh, speaking of new stuff that we're bringing to you, val- we always want to add value to your experience as a More patron. More card for your card. More card for your Just card. Just like magic. We're starting, like, every time we got to yeah. give you more card for card. Yeah, we, we've got power creep going on yes. here at Good Luck High Five. 
Good luck. Good, old, good luck. High five power creep. And we talked about it last week, but I just want to th- throw it out there again. We are producing new commander content and a brand new channel, which is called Commander Arcade. You can yes. find it at youtube.com slash at commander uh, at GLHF commander. We nice. can't cha- change that name until we get a thousand subs. So please help us out, everybody, by helping us hit that mark. We're at 600 some now. So wow. uh, let's go. Let's go, fam. Let's get that number up. Pretty good. Um, and if you're an influencer, you get to influence what kind of decks we play on Commander yes. Arcade. Um, so Ooh, I recently built a deck based on people's feedback. Yes, you did. And uh, in March, we're bringing you a Murders at Karloff Manor completely like themed commander game. Great. Uh, with the four commanders chosen by our influencers. Exactly. So if you want to get in on that and help us uh, make more commander content, that is really the level for you. So check it out. Patreon.com slash GLHF magic. And if you have not subscribed to at GL at GLHF Commander, please go over there and do so to help us unlock some advanced features. Starting a brand new channel, not easy, uh, but everyone's really shown up for us after the first video. So thank you so much for that, everybody. Keep sharing it with your friends and uh, family, anybody who cares about Commander, even in the slightest. Uh, let them know it's around so that we can let uh, YouTube know that it's something that people should be recommended in yeah. their feeds. Uh, we also want to say thank you to Card Kingdom for continuing to always have our back. You can check them out at cardkingdom.com slash GLHF, their spiffy new website. Ooh. It's really pretty, actually. Yeah. Uh, so go it's check great. it out. I'm looking at it right now. They just had a sale. It's the 16th through 19th. Well, Dang it. So, you know. But do you know what? You should be checking their website because you could have been at the sixth sale. Yeah, that's so true. Great point. Murders at Carlisle Manor. It's a really good point. There you go. Really good point. They've got not just only singles and uh, boxes of stuff for you to buy. Uh, they've also got um, great uh, articles that they write. They've got car- uh, Card Kingdom exclusives, like their battle decks, which are decks that are great for beginners yeah. uh, to learn the game. Um, they, they have sets of dry erase tokens. Love a dry erase token. Which are super cute. Yeah, it's so nice. Remember, you are responsible for your board state. That's so true. You need to keep... You need to keep good track of it. And I will. <laughs> what? <coughs> Die? <laughs> I can't laugh, but it was a very funny I know. cut. <laughs> I will never forget the person who at an event was making like a billion saplings and was just I keeping remember. track of them with like loose change. So bad. Un- acceptable how do you I like it's... really need to emphasize that that is not okay yeah. <laughs> because how are you supposed to indicate like are they tapped are they untapped just unreal like, unreal to, okay i should have been angrier at the time to them it's okay it's tough in a tournament setting so just remember your board state is your, your responsibility pro- your problem uh, yes speaking of board state they also have something speaking of also beginners they have this rookie play mat which i think is really cool yes it's so cute which has all of the information on phases of a turn and where to put your lands where the red zone is for attacking yep. there's left-handed one and right-handed one by the way very so nice these are just the kind of things that card kingdom thinks about and why we like them as a sponsor so go check them out everybody cardkingdom.com slash glhf Hey everybody, it's time for the randomizer where we had to describe ball.com, hit the random card button and try and guess what the card does based on the art alone. All right, Maria. Yeah. Uh, here's an art for you. Great. Okay, that is that's the opposite of art. That's not art. I mean, that's a picture of nothing is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Yep. Wow, that's interesting. So what I see is a forest. Uh-huh. It's a moody forest kind of at night, but in the center of the image where the 
character usually is, is just a white hazy blob of nothing. Yep. Like a cloud. That's correct. Like a cloud's fart. That's what I also see. Well, not that last part, but... (laughs) What on earth is this? What is going on? Well... Okay, I'm going to name this card. This... Oh, man. This is going to be a white card, and it's called Vanishing Act. Oh. And uh, I'm like... I've got my, I'm like the, I'm like seeing, I'm, uh, I'm seeing what it is in my mind's eye. I'm projecting, yeah. I'm projecting. It's, digging uh, through her mind palace. you know, that Johnny Carson character he did that was the fortune teller. That's what I was just all of a sudden reminded of. Like I no. ever watched that show. Um, this is, uh, called vanishing act and it's a, and it's a blink effect in white. Uh-huh. Um, so that means it'll exile your creature and have it come back. Okay. Um, but it's gotta be something a little bit different than that. Cause I don't recognize this at all. Um, so what's going to happen is it's going to blink, um, something. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> this is all this is a weird card that i'm making up right now uh-huh. it blinks something on your side at instant it costs two and a white and something on the opponent's side oh okay. but it's random so you don't know if it's gonna do anything to your creature or to their creature and if it blinked something you didn't like like if it was something that was not being targeted by a removal spell um then the next one's free <laughs> The next what is free? The next what is free? Then, then this gains rebound and you can cast it for oh, free on okay. your next turn. Gotcha. I don't know how you keep people honest in this, but wow, this is <laughs> you would have to like choose it beforehand. Yeah. Yeah, that's my card. Well, you are very wrong. <laughs> you are about as wrong as But wouldn't that be just a horrible card? Think about it. You're about as wrong as you could get. No way. What? Uh this is called Fog Elemental. Which I thought when you said cloud, I was like, oh, Maria's on track. Fog elemental. Um, Look, if you look closely, there's kind of like a face. You see it? You see the nose and the eyes? Oh, okay. I guess. Barely. But anyway, two and a blue for a 4-4 flyer. When it attacks or blocks, sacrifice it at end of combat. Ooh. Look, you see the... Look, you see the... Oh, yeah. Now I see the Your face. Sure enough. Mouth. Okay, it's cool. kind of on its side. What a weird. Yeah. I love this little guy now that I know it's a guy. I know, right? It's kind of cool. But also, I'm never playing that card. <laughs> Terrible. Um, okay. Here. Oh. <coughs> pause for the lungs. Lung pause. All right. Um, here's your card. <laughs> <laughs> I am looking at one mad lad. He is a mad lad for he sure. He's a very mad lad. I'm going to say this guy's got to be undead or like an ogre or orc of some kind. Yeah. Uh, because he's his skin is quite gray um, and his eyes are very red and his nose is smushed and his mouth is like, err. Yep. Yeah. He's accurate. got on like a little helmet, like a cute little ridged helmet with some sort of insignia at the front. Um, and then in back, he's obviously got some matching kind of armor, I think, going on around it. Yeah. Um, and then there's like some signage on the right hand side. I'm going to say that this. This is um we also know ooh, the year this is printed. That's true, it's 92. 92 is on the art. It's a 92. Uh I'm gonna say that this is um I'm gonna call this guy uh troll or orc from the grave. Orc from the grave. Orc from the grave. Uh this is a black card. Yeah. Um it's three and a black for a two-two, uh, and it has uh black sacrifice another creature, regenerate it. All right, good guess. Also, a uh, very good 1992 guess. Uh, this is actually a red card. Oh, that was that was my you other know, color. That'd be that second. Could, uh, this is Iron Claw Orcs, so very close on the name Ooh. as well. Uh, for one in a red, for a two-two, Iron Claw Orcs can't block creatures with power two or greater. 
classic 92 card. Wow. 1992. Oh, this card is hot garbo. Although, yeah. uh, which would you rather have today in a draft? This or the 4-4 wow. four, four flyer? This. Absolutely. The four, Especially four, in this format. One and done. That 4-4, four, four, one and <laughs> <Yeah>. done. <laughs> Let's talk about Pro Tour Murders at Karlov Manor. I'm so excited. Yes. Um, first of all, I want to you to guess who's going to win it because you cold called the winner of the world championship. Oh, it's so true. You called John Emmanuel Dupra. So I want to see if you can do it again. Okay. I'm putting you on the spot. But <sighs> I mean, if you did you it really once. Are. It's okay. You can do, oh, it again. can do it again. That's what I firmly believe. Okay, here's my guess. Okay. Marco Del Pivo. Marco Del Pivo. Put that, everybody, into your guessing hat. That's Megan's call. Yeah. What is what is yours? Um, I'm going to go with, I think Reed Duke's going to do Pioneer back-to-back. Wow. That's a great call. You know, he won the last Pioneer Pro Tour. Yeah. Why not do it again? That's what I say. That's a Yeah, that's a great call. I just want to say that um, you mentioned before that I cold called Johnny Manuel de Pra winning the world championship, and mm, I didn't yep. take a second to gloat. I just wanted to really. Do you know what? <laughs> well, you. I mean, you. Ha, you have taken a second. Now to go I on, have. But now, now I'm. You're taking now I'm more. taking another. Like every time it comes up, yes. I want to take a second. Okay, to go, yeah. What I'm saying. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, because I still feel great about that one. <laughs> Happens about once in a lifetime. You're well, gonna be able to cold call yeah. out of a field of two hundred or whatever. Yeah. Who wins the whole ding ding thing? I did it. I mean, freaking did it. John Emmanuel Pro has also been our guest for being in every top eight of That's every true. culture ever. Basically, he's just a very good magic player. Yeah, but it was the time. I feel very good about it um yeah um, marco del pivo he was top eight in barcelona okay which was modern to be fair and he is more of like a slight he seems to be right now a little bit more of a modern specialist but it's so he top eighted in barcelona right yeah and then he was like okay i'm qualified for all the pro tours next year but i'm not qualified yet for the world championship and i really want to go yeah uh, and so he went to the regional championship where to be clear he would have to finish either first or second yep to get the final, like, to get the world championship <laughs> qualification. Don't tell me. He won it. And he won it. He won it. Just wow. simply for getting that world championship qualification. Hey, that's pretty great. It's pretty good. And so that's why I was like, do you know what? I feel like he could do it. I mean, he's got extra value. He's not even using here. Exactly. Double qualified for this pro tour. Double qualified for this pro tour. Like, and just went ahead and was like, I really want to go to Worlds. I'm going to do it. One of the ways that I can do it is by being a top two finisher in this 900 person tournament. That's, and okay, that's, I'll just win it. Oh, that's beautiful. Beautiful. It's I pretty love great, that story. I think. So, um, yeah. Do you know what? I feel like, I think that he's, he, you know, I feel like he could get it done. All right. That's your guess, everybody. Uh, if you want to give us a guess, you can head on over to our Patreon Discord and use the hashtag MyPTGuess. Uh, you can also tweet at us. Uh, we're at GLHF Magic. Um, and as we mentioned, Draft and Pioneer are the two formats we're playing at this Pro Tour. I'm always get so excited for Draft to see the top players. Draft is so very exciting Friday and Saturday morning. So make sure you don't miss the, the starts of these broadcasts. Um, the format... You know, I'm going to say it's fast. We've, uh, we're have we used to it at this point. Yeah. Um, I do still think it's interesting because there's a lot of really cool mechanics. There is one thing, other thing, though, that I'm going to slap its little hand about, <laughs> which is the importance of being on the play. So we didn't talk about this in our data episode. Yeah. Uh, we usually do. So we must have just forgotten to, uh, to mention it. Um, but... The win rate on the play, I believe in this format, is or very close to 
Wow. Which is, uh, I think, the worst it has ever been. That's spicy. And this format, and then I think that, like, Four of the previous ones have all been plus 53 or more. Yeah. And I just want to say, like, that's not cool. <laughs> is that, to be clear, I do want to ask, is that best of one or best of three? Well, there's so much more data for best of one than that's it is true. best of one. But I will say that there is, there does tend to be a difference between best of one and best of three. I would, I guess I want to know a little bit. Sure, sure, sure. Let's uh, let's go to 17lands.com. By the way, if you haven't checked out 17 Lands, it's a fabulous resource for you. Very good. And you can also download it to your computer so that it keep track of your stats on Arena, which is uh, really, really nice as well. So just check that out if you haven't. Um, so this one says that uh, in traditional draft, it is even more advantageous wow. to be on the play. All right, then. That is that. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Murders at Karlov Manor, uh, plus 53%. Uh, March of the Machine. Uh, Lost Caverns of Ixalan. Um, Phyrexia All Will Be One. I'm going through all everybody that has plus 53%. Um Wilds of, of, them Wilds like of Aldrain. Recent. Yeah. So these are all recent ones that I'm naming off here. Name it and shame it. That's what I say. Uh, the reason I'm saying... Wow. Wait. Wait. The reason I'm bringing it up is because... Um, now, uh, when we mentioned the speed, I know people wrote back to us and said, hey... That's okay. Like, I like to have faster games on Arena. It's not yeah. bothering me that these formats that's are fair. faster. And I yeah. guess that's a personal preference. But I would go so far as to argue, I highly doubt that you want the advantage on the play to be as high as 53 or 50, almost 54%. No. I think nobody wants that. So that's where I'm going to call out uh, R&D and say... Can you do something about this, please? Can you do something about this, please? Because we are creeping closer to 54, and we need to do what we can to stop that. Wow. Because that does not yeah. make for an ideal limited environment. Jeez. So that's my soapbox moment. I wanted to mention that I failed to call out on our data episode. Yeah. Um. So being on the play, unfortunately, going to be Yeah, it's the important. fastest of them also. Traditional draft, that's wild to me. Usually traditional draft is a little slower. Yeah. So, yeah, interesting data um, that makes me think that something does need to change in the way these limited sets are being developed. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if anyone from R&D listens to this show, but um, please consider it. <laughs> Designing your next set. Thank you. That's all I'm going to say Just about that. Just think about it. Just think about so it. So being on the play is going to be important this weekend. White cards, we know they're stupid good in this set, yes. but not everybody can play white at the table. So what's going to happen? What is going to happen? Uh, I cannot wait to find out. Let's move on to Pioneer since we've talked about draft a lot on this show already. Pioneer, everything from Return to Ravnica forward is legal. I like to call it the Maria and Megan format because yes. that's when we started playing. It is when we started playing. I like to believe that when they developed Pioneer, yeah, they were like they were thinking of us. They were thinking of the two of us specifically. They were like, yeah. "What do what cards do Megan and Maria know?" <laughs> let's let's do them a real solid and, and it would make only a be things they know. Yes, precisely. So thank you. But truly, it's that a lot of people started playing around the time that we yes, did. Yes, yes. I wonder what the heck was going on with that, that. There was a big influx, and it also makes me wonder because there's been another big influx kind of in the past, like four to like four-ish years. Yeah. If in the future we'll have a format that yeah. starts. With like 2020. Oh, we're def it's like definitely happening. Like something that starts with 2020. Yes. Anyways. Um. Yeah. Great. Good. Great. 
Great point. Um, let's talk about Pioneer. The last time yeah. we saw it was when Reed Duke won that pro tour. Yes. I, I remember Boggles being in the final of that. That's what I remember. <laughs> of, of course you do. I mean, because what in the hands of Benton Madsen piloted a wonderful uh, Pioneer Boggles list, which I love so very dearly. So in my heart, I'm like, oh, I wonder if the Boggly boys can come back and get it done again, get into at least second in this in this pro tour. We'll yeah. find out. Um but what was Reed playing? Is it or something? Uh, let me see. Hold on. I, I was remember. looking at the regional championships oh, okay, okay. because Good those point. are also. Uh, so as you mentioned, like the regional champ or the last time that we saw it at the pro tour was at pro tour Phyrexia, which Reed Duke won. Yep. Uh, he won that with, is it creativity? Uh, yeah. I was like, which brand of is it was this? Yeah. Yes. Creativity. Um, and as you said, Celestia Auras was the other deck in the finals. And we had a lot of like, is it creativity? There was Lotus Field Combo. Ah, uh, yes. Was very prevalent at this, in this top eight. We had Nathan Stoyer and yet another top eight on the deck. Um, Chris Ferber was also on it. Then we had a copy of Mono White Humans in here, some Rakdos Midrange and some Enigmatic Fires. Okay, well, Rakdos Midrange, you call that out. Uh, digging through the data of a Magic Online and uh, f compiled by Frank Karsten, none other than Frankie numbers here, the number one a metagame share going into this Pro Tour of decks is Rakdos Midrange. Yeah. So the deck is still alive, still kicking, and still winning uh, in a very hard uh, format, which is playing Magic Online, which I'll just <laughs> call a format. Um, yeah, so let's talk about this deck a little bit. It is, it is val it's all value all the time. A lot of card for your card in this deck. You know, Rakdos, a lot of card for your card. Um, uh, played around cards like uh, four copies of Fable of the Mirror Breaker, yep. which is just great value. So much card for card, baby. A lot of card for card. A lot of card for card. Speaking of card for card, Shouldered the Apocalypse. A lot of card for card. A lot of, she's got, Bone she's Crusher got a big giant. Oh. Some of the most card for card that has existed in the last couple of years. You're just playing really good cards. Yep. Um, you're playing excellent removal in cards like Fatal Push and Bitter Triumph. You're you're running Reckoner Bankbuster, which is a giant four four artifact that you can animate when whenever you want, and and, and also draws you a draws lot of cards. You cards. Um, Makes and, a little creature to crew it even later on. It's just a lot of card for cards. It's just really good cards. A lot of card for cards. That's what it is. Good cards, good removal. Uh, the most recent addition to the list I'm personally looking at, which is from a Pioneer Challenge, is Aklazoth's Deepest Betrayal. Yes. Single copy of this, a 4 4 for a 5 mana Bat God. <laughs> <laughs> with flying and lifelink and wherever it attacks each opponent discards a card for each opponent who can draw you draw a card whenever an opponent discards a land card you make a one one black bat uh when when Aklazoth dies return into voice, the battlefield is this voice just about how much you're disliking the value of this Daft card and transformed under its owner's control or are you making fun of me no <laughs> no I was just, I was just like, what well, I was, it was kind of my, what is this Maria's card Maria's just over here roasting me. What is this card? Wow. And then thought season dress. Yeah. Yeah. No, Aklazots is very, uh, what is this card? Yeah. So that's, that may very well be the greatest metagame share that we see this weekend. Yeah. Which makes for a lot of really interesting interactive, uh, board states and games. Um, that can battle it out, Rakdos mid-range. Yep. Then, of course, we always have Is It Phoenix coming in next. Uh, this is the one. Put a lot of things in your graveyard. Get some birds back. Get those birds back Get from those your birds graveyard. Back. They've been around for a long time. 
uh, Arclight Phoenix says at the beginning of combat on your turn, if you've cast three or more instant or sorcery, instant and sorcery spells this turn, return Arclight Phoenix from your graveyard to the battlefield. So you as flying in haste. You can just smash him with the Phoenix. You play a ton of instants in this deck, 19 in total, yep. playing cards like Opt, Lightning Axe, Consider, Fiery Impulse, Spell Pierce. Yep, you have Ledger Shredder, of course, and a new addition from uh, Wilds of Eldraine, Picklock Prankster. Who that? This is a the little 1-3 flying vigilance for one in a blue fairy rogue. You're like, whatever. But it has free the fae. This is one in a blue for an instant adventure. Mill four cards, then put an instant sorcery or fairy card from among the milled cards into your hand. So it's putting those birds into your graveyard and giving you instants and sorceries. Yeah, so a very powerful deck because it can react to whatever your opponent is doing with all those instants and sorceries. And at the same time, it's enacting its own game plan of pitching those of birds bird. and getting those birds back. Its own game plan of bird. Bird. It's Here's game my plan. game plan. Bird. bird. Next up, we have Azorius Control. Well, it's been a minute since Control Deck was good in a pro tour. <sighs> Don't I know it. <laughs> you and Gabe Nassif will be very happy to see this yes. in number three. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. I mean, what are you going to do? You're just going to... You're going to kill some creatures you're gonna draw some cards you're gonna cancel some spells yep you're gonna hard cast shark typhoon you're usually i think you're gonna cycle shark typhoon but you know i can dream a person a person can dream for sure absolutely yeah it's just it's exactly it's a deck that says no until it says yes i've won the game (laughs) wow that's azorius control you know what a description <laughs> now this the next deck is a new one since the last pioneer pro tour so in the last round of regional championships there's a current round of regional championships which are modern because they qualify people for the pro tour in amsterdam that's right but the last cycle which was in the fall and winter so like october november december were all pioneer because they qualified people for this event and first we saw the geological appraiser combo yeah that got banned it got banned boom because uh they do not want you to have a turn three one card combo win let's go in pioneer okay uh but there is still amalia combo which is the next deck that kind of rose to prominence after geological appraiser got banned and that is the fourth deck in this metagame oh well so she's doing very well for herself amalia her namesake her card is a white black for a two two ward pay three life whenever you gain life amalia uh well, how do I say her last name? Benavides Aguirre. Aguirre. Aguirre explores. Then destroy all other creatures if its power is exactly 20. So, of course, this uh, there is an there is a combo with this with uh, Wild Growth Walker, which is one in a green for a 1-3. Whenever a creature you control explores, put a plus one, plus one counter on Wild Growth Walker and you oh. gain three life. So she explores and you gain life and you gain life and she explores and, it's and a gains lo- life and she explores. Loop. Exactly. Except until then, if she hits exactly 20, then it kills the wild growth walker. You have a 20, 20, you attack it. Beautiful. Very nice. I love that. I yeah. love when a, a card like wild growth walker is like super powerful somehow. Exactly. <laughs> Amazing. In a combo like that. Well, that's exciting. I hope we yeah, get to see that happen. Fun. 
Uh, number five, we've already told you about this deck, is Lotus Field Combo. Uh, so it's still around, still comboing. Yep. Um, this deck, notoriously very, very difficult to play. And people say, if you play the wrong land drop at the wrong time, you will have lost yourself the game. So that's why <laughs> approach this deck with extreme caution if you're a pioneer player. And I'm sure all the pros already know that going into this weekend and they're only going to pick this deck up if they think they can play perfectly. Yeah. Um, what is this? This deck does something with, um, what's it called? Vizier of Tumbling Sands to untap and... Yeah, you just, you tap and untap lands. Mm -hmm. What are you doing with Lotus Field Combo? Uh, look, you're just tapping and untapping lands. And you have Omniscience, uh... Which says you can cast spells from your hand without paying their mana costs eventually. Just tap it on tap lands. Because that card costs seven, eight, nine, ten mana. Be, it doesn't matter if you just tap but on But if tap you have lands, like a million, million mana. Tap it on tap lands. Tap lands on tap lands. Tap lands on tap lands. Tap them on tap them. Tap them on tap them. Lotus Field combo. Tap it on tap lands. You have a lot of mana. You have omniscience. Tap it on tap lands. You can do whatever you want at that point. We have another combo deck. Tap lands on tap lands. This is our third combo deck, Megan. I know. This is a Quintorius Canned combo deck using, of course, our new legendary Planeswalker friend, Quintorius. Hi, Quintorius. Happy Spark Day. Uh, it, uh, his static ability says whenever you cast a spell from exile, uh, Quintorius deals two damage to each opponent and you gain two life. I can't drink out of a can. I swear. I just anytime does this is anybody else out there have this problem? Anytime you drink from a can, you spill on yourself. Literally every time you drink from a can, because that's my life. I just spilled on myself. Everyone watching the video saw it happen. Anyone listening now knows that I did it. Please yeah, come to my yeah. support group uh, <laughs> for people who can't drink from cans. Uh, yeah, RIP. Uh, gladly. Okay, sorry, Quintorius. What's he doing these days? Uh, Quintorius, you know, he's helping you discover, but mostly, the, so this deck is about discovering, right? You trumpeting Carnosaur into a spark double, who can be a, car a trumpeting Carnosaur into a spark double. and Trumpeting you know. Carnosaur is a 7-6 trampler. Yes, exactly. That when it enters the battlefield, discovers five. Sick. This is the one I want to play. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I want a 7-6 trampler. It's pretty, it is, in fact, pretty sick. That sounds great. Uh, so yeah, you know, that's that. Uh, coming in at number seven, mono black mid range. Um, is, so if you don't want to play Rakdos mid range, you can just play mono black. If you're like, I don't want to have mountains and swamps in my deck, gauche. Uh, you can just do it with black gauche. only. A lot simpler. Uh, you're still running similar cards like Reckoner Bankbuster. You're still running four copies of Shielded the Apocalypse. Um, but you have more removal. You're able to play uh, Shieldric's Edict. Uh, you've got Bitter Triumph again, same as the other deck. You've got The End, which is a newer card in this list. Uh, graveyard Trespasser, that 3-3 three, three that takes stuff out of graveyards. You get to play Liliana of the Veil. If you miss her in Modern, you can play her in Pioneer in this deck. Um, just a more straightforward version of Rakdos midrange, in my opinion. Uh, so next up, we have Niv to Light, which is a five-color Niv Mizzet deck. You know who doesn't who doesn't love this dragon friend? Um, 
you have Niv Mizzet reborn, who is Wooberg flying. Uh, when Niv enters the battlefield, reveal the top 10 cards of your library. For each color pair, choose a card that's exactly those colors from among them. Put the chosen cards into your hand and the rest on the bottom of your library in a random order. You have Omnath, of course, Locus of Creation, who has a lot of different landfall triggers. You have Up the Beanstalk to draw a bunch of cards from all of these things. You have, of course, Leyline Binding. Taking since a- you're already playing five colors. Since you're playing five colors you might as well have a single mana like a one mana exile exile whatever love it so yeah i mean look i i love this this is probably something along the lines of what i would play this one yes uh obviously you have bring to light which is giving the deck its name yes three green blue converge sorcery uh search your library for a creature instant or sorcery card with mana value less than or equal to the number of colors of mana spent to cast this spell exile that card then shuffle you may cast that card without paying its mana cost yeah so obviously you're just trying to cast this for like all five yeah and be like oh i can go get my niv yeah this is it's a very very fun deck yes built for the people who like to do big bomby splashy things with a lot of different colors of mana and play big creatures like what a good time i don't know sounds like a good time it does uh, and coming in at number 10, uh, we have Boros, or excuse me, number nine, Is It in Soul? So this Ooh. is a referencing in Soul Artifact. This is AKA Giant Scissors. Uh, if you don't know about this card, what a card. What a card. I can't believe it's really in a deck. This yeah. is one in a blue for Enchant Artifact. Enchanted Artifact is a creature with base power and toughness 5-5 five, five in addition to its other types. Why not? Oh, so of course you need a lot of artifacts in yep. this list, which you get in the forms of many creatures like combat courier. What a little cutie. Why not attack for five on turn two? Why not? Why not? Or you just might do it with a blood token because you're running creatures like Videl and Epicure, which when it comes oh, wow. into the battlefield makes a blood token. Or you could, you could insole a map. Yeah, who absolutely. Doesn't, who doesn't want to attack someone with, with a map? You're just whacking them on the face with it. Uh, so yeah, you know, or the, no, you've animated the map and the map attacks the them map itself. The map is doing it itself. The map That's is right. like, I'm going to march on over there and beat you up. And because you're running all of these artifacts, which may or may not be five fives, uh, you can play Shrapnel Blast, which yeah. is one in a red for an instant. It uh, says in additional cost to cast a spell, sacrifice an artifact. Guess what? You can do that with ease in this deck. It deals five damage to any target. So you can just go with to, the, ease. With, to the dome with this bad boy. Boom. Sacrifice an artifact. I can do that. No problem. And you get to play a lovely little vehicle that has been good at winning tournaments in the past. And that is Smuggler's Copter. Wow. Welcome out of jail, Smuggler's Copter. Looter Scooter, get in. Uh, this is a 3-3 vehicle that has a crew cost of one. Uh, that they call it the looter scooter because when it attacks or blocks, you may draw a card if you do discard a card, which is looting. So, this card is anyway. This deck also looks so fun. Yeah. Um, I I like this deck a lot. In Soul Artifact, let's go. <gasps> yeah. Hey, let's use some giant scissors. And uh, completing our list here at number ten, I gave you a preview by accident. Boros Convoke. Yes, Boros Convoke is you know it's it creatures. It, they do them think. Yeah, it's just, this is definitely a creature's deck. Uh, it has almost no instance or sorcery with the exception of, uh, in this case, four copies of Gleeful Demolition, which this also runs in Insole Artifact. Do you know what? Like, <laughs> Gleeful Demolition, I have been, I played a little bit of um, Explorer, which is like the oh, yeah. pioneer of Arena. And Gleeful, I got wrecked 
by the decks that play Gleeful Demolition. Destroy target artifact. If you controlled that artifact, create three one one red Phyrexian Goblin creature tokens. So yeah. they just destroy their. They play like the, some little cheap little artifact, and then they destroy their own artifact, and then they have like three goblins. That's like, great. Three yeah Phyrexian Goblins and go to town. And the reason it's called Boros Convoke is because you have cards like Venerated Loxodon in here, which is a card that requires little creatures like these goblins you've just created to convoke it out very simply for not a lot of mana. Normally it costs five mana. It's a four, four elephant. And when it ETBs, you put a plus one, plus one counter on each creature that you used to convoke it. Yep. So or you, yeah. Yeah. Knight Errant of Eos, which is four and a white for a four, four, but with convoke when it ETBs, look at the top six cards of your library. You may reveal up to two creature cards with mana value X or less from among them, where X is the number of creatures that convoked Knight Errant of Eos. Yeah. Uh, put the revealed cards into your hand and shuffle. Uh, just pretty sick. Very cool. Um, my speed once again, but I would be a little scared to bring this to a pro tour. I don't know if it could hang, but maybe, well, maybe it could. You never know. It's it just, sure does get a lot of creatures onto the battlefield real stinking quick. Yeah, it sure can go fast. I'm, you know, just like, let's go. Brrr. Uh, and you can get it run over without even being able to blink twice. So that's a look at the top 10 decks going into this weekend. However, we've noticed in the past that sometimes you never know what's going to happen. You never know what's going to happen. I mean, I kind of hope that we get absolutely blindsided well, by yeah. something that no one saw coming. Absolutely. That's I, what I always hope. I did some interviews for um, for articles for this. And like someone kind of teased to me that they were that their really? team might have been like, might be bringing like a secret deck. <gasps> All right. Get in the cauldron and start brewing, pro players. So, you know, like fingers crossed. Oh, I hope that happens. Where can people read your stuff if they want to read your articles about this? Uh, you can read my articles over at magic.gg. Um, my first one is already up for the pro tour. It is about uh, players who have qualified for the pro tour multiple times to the regional championship. Nice. Um, I talked to two different Canadian players who have qualified three and two times respectively. Um, and that one's really cute just because it talks a, a lot about like, what is it like to go to a regional championship? Um, they may like, I was like, oh, this just sounds a lot of like a lot of fun when they're talking about it. They're like, it's nice to have like kind of that. It's a little bit of like a nationals vibe, right? It's an event yeah. that you go to with your friends and you're excited when your friends also do well because you're all in the same style of tournament together. I love that. Um, it was really fun watching the RC play out a couple of weekends ago Yeah, and kind of had that vibe um, that we missed from not having grand anymore yep and then i have an article coming up that is all about players from last year who are like who are very early in their pro tour careers but had very stellar years last year so they're qualified for all of the events one of them is marco del pivo who yep. i was talking about earlier um and that one's really that one's also really lovely because they talk about like the different things that have helped them become better players over the last year and some of like their highlights from last year and what they're looking forward to it's a nice time oh that's great yeah that's great go check it out everybody magic.gg and we truly hope you come and uh enjoy the festivities either yeah. at magic con chicago um it's real it's real fun to watch players in the pt area um play the best in the world it's just it's just a thrill yeah um or watch it on twitch.tv slash magic this weekend like we mentioned friday saturday and sunday 
uh, starting at noon Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. Eastern, starting on Sunday. Uh, hang out in the chat. Say hi. Um, I don't know. I just get so excited for the Pro Tour. Yeah, <laughs> so it's I'm a good so time. excited to be there. We hope to meet you if you are there. Uh, we'll bring some stickers for you all. Yeah. We'll have our Sharpies ready to sign stuff if you Maybe need anything buttons. to sign. Oh, yeah, we do have buttons. Maybe we'll bring some Let's buttons. bring some Come buttons. Find us for a sticker find and a button. A sticker and a button. And you can even be like, hey, can I have a sticker and a button? You can, yeah. you can say that because maybe I'll forget that you want a sticker and a button. Yeah, please say it. Otherwise, our minds are, to be fair at this event, kind of mush. Yeah, they're big mush mush brains. They're so, big mush brain. So don't worry about it. I have a mush brain and mush lung. So <laughs> oh, God. that sounds real rough for me. Mush lung definitely sounds like something that Charles Dickens dealt with. Yes. In his book. Oh, they, they're all in the mush lung house. Oh, no. Where they must They stay. all have mush lung. <laughs> Thanks for hanging out on this episode of Good Luck High Five. Yes. Uh, Thank you once you. again to Bruce and Tara. Bruce and Tara. Um, in case you did not hear over on the upkeep, uh, the upkeep is done. Sees. Yeah, we uh, we put the upkeep in a nice little warm bed and tucked it in and said, night, night. It's having a nap. It's, it's having, having a nap. A nap. <laughs> because we just couldn't uh, manage to sustain listenership or viewership of the upkeep. But we figure that's okay because we're putting renewed effort now into our secondary channel, Commander Arcade, making more content yes. for you there, which is very exciting. If you haven't seen our Valentine's Day episode, it is very oh, cute. It's so cute. We all give great gifts. Oh, One excellent. of my favorite parts of that episode is just how good the gifts for each other are. Oh, they're great. Um, uh, you have to watch it, everybody. So, like, I loved mine. I loved making Maria's deck for oh, her. Oh, my deck was it excellent. Ah, top notch a absolutely go go check it out youtube.com slash at glhf commander please sub if you haven't already uh, remember to support us on patreon if you enjoy our content every week and you want some awesome perks that's patreon.com slash glhf magic check out card kingdom at cardkingdom.com slash glhf and if you're a producer we would love to say thank you when we come back next week after the pro tour and say thanks to some new producer level people yeah uh, you get an extra long episode and we are going to move on to that right now producers we'll see you in a minute everybody else see you after the pro tour 